All right. Welcome to um, day 23 uh, of our study of the New Testament. We are doing Matthew chapter 17 today. And chapter 17 begins with um, uh, a story about the transfiguration. I'll go ahead and read it. After six days, Jesus took with him Peter, James, and John, the brother of James, and led them up a high mountain by themselves. There he was transfigured before them. His face shone like the sun, and his clothes became as white as the light. Just then there appeared before them Moses and Elijah talking with Jesus. Peter said to Jesus, Lord, it is good for us to be here. If you wish, I will put up three shelters, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. While he was still speaking, a bright cloud covered them. And a voice from the cloud said, This is my son, whom I love. With him I am well pleased. Listen to him. When the disciples heard this, they fell face down to the ground, terrified. But Jesus came and touched them. Get up, he said. Don't be afraid. When they looked up, they saw no one except Jesus. As they were coming down the mountain, Jesus instructed them, Don't tell anyone what you have seen until the Son of Man has been raised from the dead. The disciples asked him, why then do the teachers of the law say that Elijah must come first? Jesus replied, to be sure, Elijah comes and will restore, restore all things. But I tell you, Elijah has already come, and they did not recognize him, but have done to him everything they wished in the same way the Son of Man is going to suffer at their hands. Then the disciples understood that he was talking to them about John the Baptist. So in the in those first uh, thirteen verses there, Jesus's face that says shone like the sun, and what a what an amazing sight to behold for for Peter, James, and John, and and God's voice from the cloud telling Peter, James, and John that this is his son. Can only imagine after. <clears throat> seeing things like this, how Peter, James, and John were, you know, they're, they got to be all in at that point. I mean, that's, that, that's pretty incredible. For the rest of the chapter, we're reminded of how much the disciples don't really understand. Jesus heals someone that they couldn't heal, and Jesus told them that they weren't able to heal the person because their faith was not strong enough. Uh, a little bit later, Jesus pr predicts his death again by telling the disciples he would be killed and then raised on the third day. And, and you know, I can I can only imagine what it would have been like to to see this type of supernatural stuff going on, and and what a, a wild ride that would be um, to to be a disciple of his, living with him you know, seeing all of these things. I mean, we, we all probably think life can be a bit of a roller coaster from time to time for us, but what a crazy life that must have been for those disciples during Jesus's ministry. And ultimately, each of them had to choose 
such extreme sacrifice of everything else in their lives to be able to experience the full commitment and faith that Jesus asked of them. Because Jesus did, did not accept half-hearted commitment or wishy-washiness. You had to be all in uh, to run with him. And really what an incredible ride that must have been. The other thing I want to mention is verses uh, 20 and 21, these words of Jesus, um, where he says, Truly I tell you, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move. Nothing will be impossible for you. And I love that verse because can kind of help us through the, the difficult times. Um, I, I'll admit, I've, I've tried to do that before, to try to get physical objects to move by telling them to move, and they didn't move, but, and it probably sounds a little silly, but, but even though an object didn't move that I wanted to move. I still, I still know that, I don't doubt that God could do it if it is in his will. He, he could move, he could move anything. He could do anything supernatural. I don't doubt that. He could move a mountain. He could heal a person. He could rescue me or you or anyone from something. I do believe that. And I think really in some ways he he has already rescued me from major struggles in my own life when I prayed about it. But I know also that it has to be according to his plan because it's his plan that matters. He is the ultimately the one in charge, not me. But I'd love to see that mountain physically move like Jesus' disciples got to see. That that would be fun to see. You know, every time Jesus did something totally outside of the laws of nature that his disciples got to see, it's had to have been amazing. And it's a great reminder to us that anything is possible for those who know and trust in Jesus. I'll leave it there today. I'll go ahead and go into prayer for us. Lord, I thank you for um, the fact that you can do the impossible. And you did that with your disciples. And um, you proved that, you know, anything is possible with you. And even though uh, we might want things to happen and even pray and ask, for certain things to happen, and sometimes they don't. Help help us to still remain faithful and know that if, if some amazing thing has not happened that we are asking of you, it is only because it is not in your timing and that you do have a plan for us that includes the just the best possible um 
most abundant life that we could possibly ever have. Help us to remember that and know that um, in spite of everything not happening exactly the way we want it to, there is a reason for that. And that your, your will is ultimately best for us. And just thank you for helping us to know that you are always there and uh, you, you are always willing to rescue us, help us, and do things for us if we ask. Um, help us to ask according to your will and desires for our lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Have a great day.